0: inside sources with Lloyd Matheson well Democrats are coming together to support the inflation reduction act that's the name for the much smaller build back better bill uh, I think we're we were to build back better three or four or 6.0 uh, as they continue to haggle about that amongst the Democrats. Uh, and so rather than going with another version of Build Back Better, they decided to call this the Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, of course, that was negotiated with Senator Joe Manchin, and uh, they're actually hoping to to get that done before they head off to recess. I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that because they have a number of members on the Democratic side uh, who are out, uh, including Senator Joe Manchin, who is still out with COVID, uh, as is Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois and I think we've also still have Pat Leahy uh, out with the uh, hip surgery. And uh, so uh, I, I think the interesting thing in, in how they go about that and how they try to sell that, obviously they want to pass that so they can run on it ahead of the midterms, that they'll have a victory there. Uh, but the question that I've had, this has kind of been the head scratcher for me, is will the bill actually do anything relating to its title? And again, the name of the title, the name of the bill is the Inflation Reduction Act. And if you've been following the news over the last 24 hours as this deal came out between Senator Manchin and Senator Chuck Schumer, uh, the bulk of this bill is about energy and climate and health care. And so, and IRS uh, audits how they're going to pay for that. And so to me, this is one of those where I'm not quite sure that just because everyone's worried about inflation today, calling the bill the Inflation Reduction Act uh, is a good truth in advertising. Uh, In fact, just a few hours ago, uh, Politico cited a study that has been done just in the, the last 24 hours since the bill is being released by the University of Pennsylvania's business school and as they again try to make the case about reducing inflation again that's a that's a good line for a campaign speech or a campaign mailer or email fundraising email and the university of pennsylvania's business school uh dug into the numbers and said nah not so fast let's let's look at what's really going on so while the party leaders coined the, the revamp bill as the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, aiming to lower prices by reducing the cost of prescription drugs, tax mandates, uh, and a few of those other things, uh, incentives for you know clean choices when it comes to energy to fight climate change. but the the new budget modeling uh, predicts that the the package, again this is a nonpartisan business school making the assessment. Uh, And the Democrats will have to pass this just along party lines. Uh, Their statement was that this bill will actually increase inflation until 2024, right after the presidential election year. (laughs) So it's actually going to increase the impact of this bill if it passes in its current form would actually increase inflation between now and 2024. After that, it will have a negative impact. It will decrease inflation. But the University of Pennsylvania Business School says they define that as slightly. That after 2024, the inflation impact would be incredibly minor and statistically This is their words from the business school, statistically indistinguishable from zero. That's what the report said. So the budget and the analysts have incredibly low confidence that the package will actually have any impact on prices, inflation at all. Now, they do go on to say that the package would reduce deficits, uh, though probably by a smaller number than projected over the 10 years. Uh, again, that's the University of Pennsylvania Wharton Business School. Uh, so again, this is not a, a partisan hack group. This is a, a nonpartisan business school with uh, pretty high credibility in terms of looking at and analyzing the data and the numbers and what the impact is going to be. And so this is this is the rub for me. Again, you can... You can have a very separate debate about the merits of the bill and what it's going to impact in terms of climate, what it's going to impact in terms of energy independence, what it's going to impact in terms of uh, subsidies uh, for those on the Affordable Care Act, uh, how that revenue will be raised through Internal Revenue Service tax enforcement. Uh, Of course, there's uh, additional taxes on uh, large corporations. And you kind of go through the list and and we can have a debate on all of those i don't I don't care what side of the aisle you're on or or where you come at it on the political compass, but we got to have a truth in advertising just a little bit uh I mean I get it uh, we talk about communication strategy a lot uh on this show and what should and shouldn't be done, but I think you gotta at least be within the realm of possibility for it to really be within the realm of possibility. And if a nonpartisan business school is looking at it and saying, Yeah, this will this is not this is not Inflation Reduction Act. This will increase inflation slightly, very slightly over the next two years, between now and twenty twenty four. After that, it will negatively impact, it will bring down inflation, it will actually do what the bill says, but it will be incredibly minor. And again, from the report itself, it says that statistically, the change it will make as it relates to inflation is statistically indistinguishable from zero. So there's no not there's just no confidence that the package will actually do anything that the bill claims it's going to do. So two separate debates there. One, we can go through all the merits of the bill. Uh, There are things in there that I think are important, things that should be debated, voted on in front of the American people. But we also have to remember that the Senate is doing this through a process called reconciliation. It's one of the few ways uh, and the few times when the Senate can do something without having 60 votes. And 60 votes means you have to get bipartisan support. So reconciliation allows whoever's in charge, they can pass it with just 51 votes. So this is likely to go strictly on party lines. And so then you have to start thinking, well, wait a minute, if something can only be passed if it's done on party lines, uh, have we really vetted it in front of the American people in the proper way? And is that the best way to to govern and, and move things forward? And so what I wish they would do, is let's, let's not call this the Inflation Reduction Act because it just isn't. It's just not that. And again, I don't care where you come from on the political spectrum. Uh, I don't think anybody can really make the case that this bill is about reducing inflation. It just isn't. It's about a host of other things, many which are incredibly laudable and good and things that we should probably do. But let's do it properly and let's do it in front of The American people, and then let's allow for amendments. Uh, We talked about it earlier in the show. When you have these closed uh, votes, where no one gets to offer an amendment either from the left or the right, which means that it's been decided behind closed doors, and not everybody got to weigh in. And so we got to change the game, and change the perspective, and change what we expect as voters as being okay from leaders, and that means leaders like Chuck Schumer on the Democratic side and Mitch McConnell on the Republican side. And Nancy Pelosi and Kevin McCarthy, uh, rather than them doing all the deals and doing all the negotiating, uh, let's do it in front of the American people. I think that's the way the founders wanted it to be. I actually believe that's why when you walk into the well of the Senate, there are exactly 100 desks 100 desks, one for every senator. Every senator should sit at said desk most of the day. If they're not in a committee hearing, that's where they ought to be. And they ought to be debating things with each other, not just giving speeches uh, to the poor pages who are sitting on the steps there because they have to be there. We often talk about the echo of the empty chamber in the Senate. And this is why, because when things are done, Uh, behind closed doors with no opportunity for amendment, uh, you end up with a bill that's called the Inflation Reduction Act, which will actually increase inflation until 2024, past the election year, and then will reduce it so slightly that it will be indistinguishable from zero. We got to do better than that. All right, let's step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick with us.